Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I hope by now you've subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about creating the future of servant leadership and help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have another amazing, amazing guest to share their wisdom with you all. His name is Dave Meltzer. He's a CEO of Sports One Marketing, a Forbes Top 10 keynote speaker, award-winning humanitarian, and two-time national best-selling author. With 25 years of experience as an entrepreneur and executive in the legal, technology, sports, and entertainment fields. With expertise across many industry verticals, he is uniquely positioned as a world-renowned thought leader, business strategist, and leading humanitarian. Dave has created a platform that allows him to communicate with everyone, from college students to C-suite executives, by using his principles of business and life. Gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication. Utilizing these four principles every day allows Dave to live by his mission, make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. David, thank you so much for joining me on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am super grateful that you agreed to spend 20 minutes of your time with me. Honestly, it really means means so much to me. Just so you know a little bit about myself, I just wanted to share with you that you have literally become one of my mentors online in the whole social media world. You and Gary Vaynerchuk are two of my favorite people that I look up to and learn from on a daily basis. And the fact that a friend of mine went to your event in Hong Kong recently and, and asked you to be on the podcast, that, that also meant so much to me. So I'm just, I just wanted to take the beginning of this um, podcast to take, take some time out to just say thank you for all the, all the love and the appreciation and the gratitude and just all the value that you're bringing into the world right now. It's truly something why it's actually one of the reasons why I started this podcast called the purposeful mindset because I was looking for people like yourself and I was learning from someone like yourself and I just wanted to be like you but the best version of myself and and the fact that you kept saying that on a lot of your videos really um just it just really made me think like what what kind of energy do I want to bring out there into the world as well I want do I want to be someone like Gary Vaynerchuk or should I pick David Meltzer or you know there's so many people that we can follow online today but I just wanted to take some time because I know I've only got 20 minutes with you so it's, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to keep it short and simple and I, I just want to squeeze as much of your wisdom as I can so the first thing I just wanted to ask you is you know from from your journey so far of you know starting off your agency and you know losing everything um, and and your story that I know a lot of people um, already know and I know a lot of po- other podcasts also share your story already. So I don't want to kind of go into that. I kind of just want to ask you something different and just start with, like, how did you actually find your life's purpose? At what point did you find it? And, and how did that feel when you, when you actually found it? So, you know, I had a different philosophy because I think at five years old, I realized my life's purpose uh, at that time was to buy my mom a house and a car. And throughout my whole life, for the next 46 years, I realized that everybody fools themselves with life purpose. Uh, They make too big of a deal of the life purpose, and they don't make a big enough deal of the life's profit or passion. Uh, They don't make a big enough deal out of mindset of how you stay happy. Uh, But purpose is easily answered for me and always has been. My purpose at one time or another every day is to help someone. Uh, and, you know, early on in life was to help my mom, you know, I wanted to buy her house and a car. Mm. Uh, and I think 
100% of the people on earth, if they really narrow it down, their life's purpose is to help someone. It could be an aunt, uncle, a community center, you know, kids with this disease or whatever it may be. Uh, but your purpose is to help someone. So I think important in getting a mindset is to let go of some utopic thought of purpose that somehow Gary Vaynerchuk and Dave Meltzer, we wake up in a clarity of great purpose. Uh, the purpose is easy for us. You know, it was easy for Gary at a young age in the eighth grade. I, you know, just was on his show and it was very clear to me that he's a purposeful purpose person because he doesn't give it too much weight mm. when he puts weight on is the pragmatic nature of how he's going to get what he wants and stay connected to what he wants uh, and help other people get what they want. And that's really the what and the how, not the why. And so I think the similarities between Gary and I is the what and the how, because we both know everybody's why is the same. That's, that's super interesting. I mean, so what would you say if for someone that's, that doesn't know what their why is, how, how does someone actually find their why? I would ask them, who do you want to help, right? So they know what their why is. They just don't have clarity, balance, and focus on what their why is. So if I ask you, if you're not sure what your purpose is, I'll say, tell me, who would you like to help? If I gave you a million dollars right now, who would you like to help? Right? And you answer that, I got your why, brother. I got your why. Now go get the million right? Go get the million. And people, it's easy. They just don't ha know how to get the right answers. They don't ask themselves the right questions. And so, you know, it stems from a mindset of activity and of reactivity. Uh, you know, if you study from Einstein to Max Planck or any of the great physicists of our time, they'll tell you nothing happens until action. So mm -hmm. in that context, I've lived my whole life knowing that I only am allowed one action a day. Because after that, according to Einstein and other great physicists, you know, the great physics uh, doctors of our time, after my one action, all I'm doing is reacting. So I have to have a duality of my mindset of, you know, the very first thing. And that's where gratitude is so important, both with Gary and I. Gratitude is so important because gratitude gives me the mindset right when I wake up. If I'm thankful, I find my peace. I find my center. I find my flow. I find that space in which I can clean the connection or clear the interference from what inspires me in spirit. I'm just honing in on the power of the greatest source of the universe in order to do, allow it to come through me for others. Now, from that one initial action that I get during the day, everything else is a reaction. So now I have to have a reactory, a reactive mindset, which says, okay, if my reaction is not on point, if my reaction is not centered, if my reaction is not in the flow, if my reaction is not inspired, if my reaction is not powerful, you know, all these different adjectives. Now I have to go reevaluate my reaction before I, I take it. And where do I go to do that? The best place at peace, at center, at joy, at happiness, in spirit. So mindset of action, get to center. Mindset of reaction, get back to center and get onto the trajectory that is most statistically successful for you. I love that. I also definitely resonate with that because something I also start my day off every day. I tell people, even though I'm so like so much of a content freak, I, I always take out the first two hours of my, of my morning. I don't even touch my phone. I remove all the notifications. I walk to work. I just, I, I don't let anything distract me. And I think 
that's really powerful what you said about gratitude but for someone that doesn't know what they should be grateful for because i've met people in my life that actually they they think they can't be grateful for anything so and i'm just like what like the fact you're alive like come on man like the fact that you are alive is something you should be grateful for the fact you can see me right now you should be grateful for but how do how would you answer that question for someone that that maybe they feel a bit lost in life and they don't i guess they don't want to find gratitude in in anything yeah well the same people i tell that uh tell me they're stuck yeah. Right. I said, lower the bar. That's all I tell them. Just lower the bar. If you can't figure out what you're uh, not grateful for, then lower the bar. Like you said, I'm breathing. Mm-hmm. Right. I see you. So they're just not lowering the bar. Uh, and your goal of lowering the bar should be so you can enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit pursuit of your potential. You can't get to your potential if you never get started, if you never take action. If you're stuck, like not knowing what to be grateful for, it's very simple lower the bar until you're grateful for something and then do that consistently and then expand upon what you can do consistently every day. I love that. Super powerful. Okay. So the next thing I want to actually want to ask you is, do you know, for the millennials, right? So I'm 26. So for the people that are in their twenties and their thirties, what, what advice would you give them for them to go out there and actually take more action in their life in, in something that they, that re, they really love? Oh, that's really easy. And it's still the advice that I give myself in my 50s. Ask for help. Learn this one question, everybody. You know, do you know anyone that can help me? If you are not asking for help in your 20s and 30s, you are missing a huge opportunity to surround yourself with people in the situation that you already are in or in people that can really accelerate what you're doing. The more people you ask and do you know anyone can be of service to me or anyone that can help me with this or whatever it may be, you are exponentially growing your network. Most people on average know about a thousand people. Just one person a day would increase your network 30,000 people a, a, a month. Imagine if you do four people, it's 120. Imagine if you do 10 people, it's 300,000 people a month. You're increasing your network. Even if you have a horrible closing ratio, you're going to expand your network and get so much further ahead and pursue your potential at such an accelerated pace with exponential growth that you will exceed far more than if you attach yourself to an outcome, attach your emotions to an outcome and end up creating resistance, void shortages and obstacles, slowing down the process of getting what you want. So without a doubt, one simple thing, ask for help. Do you know anyone that can help me is the best question you could ever teach yourself. I love that. And, and just on that, actually, David, I still remember one of the videos that you made that, that you spoke about asking for help. I, I think you were at a school giving a, giving a talk. And I remember commenting on that, on that on Instagram and you replied to the comment. And I was like, that's the first time you replied to one of my comments. I was like, oh, my days. You actually replied and you, you just gave me your response was just so simple. And yeah, it, was, it, made, it kind of just changed my life because I, I, that's when I realized, you know what, you know, if I want to grow, if I want to develop my mindset, if I want to help others, I first have to help myself. And then I tend to just go and ask people that are already ahead of the game. Yeah. Why not? I don't understand it. I wish I would have done it when I was younger. I would have saved myself millions of dollars simply by finding the people that sit in the situation that I want to be. And in fact, my greatest successes here through my forties and fifties has been, you know, whether it would be my book, the TV show, the podcast, 
you know, all the coaching, you know, I have the world's greatest mentors because I asked them to help me. When I wanted to write my book, I went to Napoleon Hill Foundation because Think and Grow Rich was my favorite book. When I wanted to do my podcast, you know, I go to Gary V. And, you know, when I do my content, Gary V, the greatest in the world. When I wanted to do executive coaching, I went to Marshall Goldsmith, the top business coach in the world. You know, when I do speeches, right, I went to the best people, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, Mary Morrissey, you know, all these different people. Why should I invent the wheel? I'll improve the wheel, but go ahead, give me the formula on how to make the wheel, make it fast, make it strong, and then I can make it better. I'm like BASF in my life. I'm not here for inventing anything. I'm just making it better. Oh man, I love that. I love that so much. I think it's so powerful the fact that nowadays, especially with the internet, we can we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We can just learn from people like yourself, we, like especially someone from us like like me that's just kind of in the beginning of the journey of wanting to become a speaker and speaking at small you know small stages all around London right now. And I also remember asking you that question at one point, and you just told me go and speak on any stage. It doesn't matter how many people there is. You literally just said the smallest stage is still a stage. So you stage, and you can capture it, amplify it, and perpetuate it, right? Yeah. Just, you know, if you got a small audience, zoom in. That's simple. It doesn't make a difference, you know, because someday, you know, right now you might have three people in the audience. You might only have 3,000 followers, but someday that content is perpetual. There might be 3 million people that get that goal. There might be 3 million people, you know, 95% of the content that I've captured on all the stages that I sit in and the stages include, you know, the trainings I do, meetings I do, the desk that I sit at, this interview, you know, I know whatever amount of following I have and the millions of people that view me every month, it's going to be 10 times as much. Mm-hmm. And I'm just have more and more content that I've captured, amplified and perpetuated. So get those stages. Besides, you don't get better by not practicing. So you're much better off speaking to three people than speaking to a mirror and uh because you got some energy to feed off of so i i I spoke a hundred days most of them trading you know rooms and golf and spa and free and books just to go speak a hundred days the first year that i spoke uh which made one of the you know top five speakers in the world according to some of those magazines that bs everybody but (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Still, that's so amazing because some of the speeches that you've done is have been life-changing for me. I actually watched your TEDx um, talk the other day on, on YouTube and I shared it all over Instagram and, and everyone else because I was like, guys, you need to just watch this video. Like, it changed my life. And I, I, actually got a, I actually wrote down the four tips that you shared in that video. You spoke about the four values of overcoming ego and you spoke about the first one is gratitude. The second one is empathy. The third is accountability. And the fourth is effective communication. Could you share just a little bit about why you chose those to be your top four? Yeah. When my wife uh, saw that I was lost, she told me that I better go back and take stock in who I was and what I wanted to become. And so I spent a great amount of time focused in on what are the key values in life? Because I had been taught that the reason successful people can make decisions quickly is because they know their values. Mm. And so if you're making bad decisions or surrounding yourself with the wrong people, the wrong ideas, it's because you have the wrong values. And so I went back and took these values and this is why for quick minutes, gratitude gives you perspective. It makes your past great, present better and your future brighter. Gratitude is the key of all perspective. And if you have a positive mindset, you have a positive life. Forgiveness is the key to peace, right? 
life is about lessons. We're going to keep on getting lessons our entire life. We're going to keep on learning lessons until literally they'll keep on coming until, until we learn them. Pain will be the indicator of whether we've learned them or not. We are going to forget every lesson we've ever learned one time or another, no matter what. And we have the power of remembering them at any time. So forgiveness, we need to forgive ourselves because we can't give what we don't have. So we have peace in our life. That forgiveness and the lessons we learn will turn every mistake that we make into a miracle. And when you can turn every mistake into your miracle, it's easy to have a gracious perspective, a positive perspective of the glass being half full. Accountability gives us control of our life. So accountability was the fourth value. When I say control, you simply ask yourself two questions. What did I do to attract this into my life? And what am I supposed to learn from it? Once again, turning those mistakes into miracles through the lessons that we've learned. But what did we do now to cause that lesson to come? Helping us to accelerate the learning curve so the lessons don't keep coming the same. That we can keep completely expand and grow. Then finally, understanding effective communication is the ability that we are connected, not only to that which inspires us, but to everything else in the universe. So we're, in essence, trying to clean the connection, get rid of the interference, the corrosion that we have. We're like a lamp. We are plugged into the most powerful, our wall of energy is the most powerful source of energy in the universe. And we're always plugged in. The problem is, is the connections as interference or there's a corrosion to the connection, which is called ego. So we need to figure out how to keep ourselves in the truth consciousness so that we don't accelerate and cause more interference and more corrosion to the connection. You have more power in your pinky then then it would light up a city for a week. It's incredible. And you can go ahead and look at the actual physics of the amount of energy that passes through our body. It's always passing through our body. Mm -hmm. So you may feel depressed. You may feel separate. You may feel offended and egotistical and anxious and fearful and angry and all of these different feelings, inferior and superior, but you're still plugged in. Those are just the feelings that are causing the interference between you and effectively communicating with all that's in the universe. One tree are connected to every tree. A branch would not go to war against another branch. We need to figure that out. We are all one. We need to use and harness this power to help inspire others, to inspire others simply to be happy. I love that. And I also remember from the video, you said that your mission in life is just to inspire and help one person every day and let that one, one person help another one person. And then that's how it will just exponentially grow. And we can all just help one another because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. We're just servant leaders to, to, to our fellow brothers and sisters all over the world, right? Yeah, to all of our branches. And that's why it's, you know, we sit on the opposite side of the universe, but yet we're completely connected. And every day we connect through the frequency that I create, the energy that I create. And I know that you're one of those people that will empower others to empower others to be happy and give me that exponential power and growth and acceleration, positive energy with those four key values that you've learned and are already passing on. You're the king of sharing my content. So. <laughs> amazing amazing blessing for me to have someone like you in my life so thank you i'm super grateful for your kind words thank you so much for everything that you're doing david honestly um it's really impacted myself and the, some of my friends as well um, they love your content they love what you share and just what you're all about your energy um and just one last thing you know just to ask you very quickly before before we end this um if you were to if you were to be 26 again like myself what is the what was the, the one thing that you would do differently than that you probably were not doing or you are doing right now. Yeah. I mean, even it, it, it's, uh, 
super set to the asking, but what I would do is I'd write two words on everything. If I was a tattoo guy, I'd tattoo it to myself, but can't see through all this hair. So it wouldn't do any good, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I would keep two words everywhere that I went and it's not thank you. Even it's radical humility. Uh, if I could talk to my 25, 35, 45, and I'm sure I'll say the same thing, my 55 year old self, it's get out of your own way. You've got to be radically humble. You are a servant. You're of service. You have to live in humility. And when you're not in humility, when you're in the ego-based consciousness, separate, inferior, superior, resentful, offended, angry, frustrated, all these different feelings, you have to go back to center into radical humility. You have to be of service and understand that you are connected to everything and everyone. Uh, and I, it's a constant reminder. I love teaching people. I love inspiring people. But I'm also the world's biggest hypocrite. Right. Because anyone that teaches and inspires others, they have to live knowing that they're only teaching what they're teaching themselves every day. Right. I'm on the same journey. I want everyone to know that, that you know, I wish I could tell you I wake up, you know, every single morning and I never have any problems or any interference or corrosions. You know, I got three teenage daughters. Trust me, the universe is challenging radical humility every day. Um, and I want to challenge yours, but you know what, if I can increase and improve and expand and grow every day towards my potential and most importantly, enjoy that every day consistent without quit, persistent pursuit of my potential, my truth, my best self, then I'm going to be fully purposeful, passionate, and profitable, believe it or not. Love that. Thank you so much for everything, David. How can everyone reach you very quickly? Remember my name, David Meltzer. (laughs) Instagram's at David Meltzer. LinkedIn, David Meltzer. YouTube, David Meltzer. Google, David Meltzer. And my website is my first initial last name, D Meltzer, just to save some letters dmeltzer.com please reach out as you know i answer everything myself so please be a little bit patient i'm getting more and more popular so sometimes it be 48 hours instead of 24 hours but i will get back to everyone i also have a text message uh that you can go ahead and text me and i answer all of those which is 949-208 nine i'm getting the correct one <laughs> 949-298-2905 and also your new book um game time decision making as well i'll I'll also share that out with everyone so they can they need to go and pick up that book i've watched some of the videos on it from the podcast you were on with that book it's honestly it's a game changer for me and i promise you i'm going to i'm going to buy mine as soon as i get off this podcast all right (laughs) thank you so much david appreciate your time anytime i'll see you soon take care take care bye-bye bye-bye If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.